We think we're famous. Hello! This is We Think We're Famous, episode three. Four. Four. In this episode, Don and Adam talk about new coke, perennial candidates, chocolate milk, that bloody raccoon again, UFOs, and Jack Boyle! Not bloody Jack Boyle again! Don't you people have anything better to talk about than Jack Boyle? I've had it! I won't stand for this plot. I, I have a story to tell. Okay, I would love to hear this story. This is a this is a feel-good story. It's not funny in any way, but sorry, okay. podcast listener, all one of you. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. We're still popular according to... to... We, got, we have a five-star rating. I know, I like we that. Have, we have one five-star rating. <laughs> <laughs> and that's probably where we're going to stay. That's where it's going to stay. My dream of three-star ratings is falling. Uh, yes. All right. All right. So I want to so, hear this feel-good story. Okay, so I was... Wait, hold, uh, hold, who's going to feel good after this? Well, not either of us, because you'll have to listen to the story. Okay, all right, go ahead. It's a... It's a general feel-good story. Oh, all right. I'm okay with that. <laughs> in, in a general sense. It doesn't actually make you feel good, but it, it, you put it into the category of feel-good stories. All right. Well, let, I, I'll be the judge of that, but go ahead. Okay, fine. You can judge this. All right. Story goes. Uh, I was working in the challenge course, the ropes course, where I work, and I'm one of the, the guides who are on the tower. So this family of four comes up, mom, dad, two kids. And uh, my name tag says Adam Ford, Boston, Mass, because it has your your hometown on it. So instead of putting my Vermont town, I put my hometown, which is where I was born. I was born in Boston. So this uh, couple comes up. The, the dad sees the the Boston, Mass, and that says, you know, we're we're from Boston as well. And I said, oh yeah, what suburb are you are you do you live in? And the older kids like, how do you know we live in a suburb? <laughs> <laughs> And th- this I did not say, but I, my, my thought process was because you're a rich white family. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't say that. So I, uh, they said, uh, the mom said, oh, Weston. We live in Weston, Vermont. And I said, oh, what part of Weston? She said, oh, Merriam Street near, near the Dairy Joy. And I said, oh, I, I grew up there when I was really young. I lived, we lived between Conant and Merriam. And uh, we used to walk to the Dairy Joy. He says, oh, it's cool. You live really close to where we live. And the dad was like, oh, maybe you know people in common. I was like, I was I was there first through fourth grade. Like, no, I don't think so. <laughs> so they go, they do the first course of the of the challenge course, and they go, they're starting on the second one, and and uh, just, I'm just talking with them. And I said, so what, what year did you graduate high school? She's like, 1983. I'm like, oh, well, we're in the same class. And which, which schools did you go to? And I, I went to country school and field school. She goes, oh, I went to country and woodland. I was like, oh, that, that's kind of cool. And uh, I said, wait, so we're in the same class. Do you know, I just started listing off people, John Ogeman and Thomas Valley and uh, Tom Schaefer. And, and she's like, oh, Tom Schaefer, he's the one whose dad fell off of the ladder and, uh, and killed and got died. And I'm like, yeah, I remember that. That, that oh, happened so th- when is I this was the there. Feel good, is this the feel good part? This is the feel good part, yes. Okay. The, the guy's dad died. While they're out on the challenge course, like, you know, hanging on ropes. So this is perfect. So we had, you know, we knew people in common. And um, and then I started, so I said, how about Wendy Crumb or Sonia Oderhoven? And she's like, oh, yeah, I, I remember them. And then um, my sister's best friend, Lisa Govin, is like, oh, I remember her. And I used to be best friends with her, with her younger sister. 
And so it was just, it was this odd, like, wow, kind of moment. And then she gets done with the whole course and I'm just talking with her afterwards. And I said, do you remember, you know, any of your, your teachers, like who, who you had when you were in country school? And she said, I don't remember first, second, third grade, I had Mrs. Kennedy. And I'm like, wait, Mrs. Kennedy in third grade. She's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, you were in the same class. <laughs> so I don't remember her. She doesn't remember me, but we remember a bunch of the same people. That's hilarious. Which is just really trippy. And uh, so that was the story. So I need to go dig through my archives and see if I can find an old class photo or, or class list or something that has her name in it. Her name is Lauren. I don't know what her married last name is, but. Okay. Well, that, that's, that's kind of feel good. I'll go yeah. ahead and throw that into the feel good category. That was kind of cool. So it's had me for the past week. I've just been kind of like that. That was just such a weird thing to, you know, run into somebody. People these days in the last 10 years or so, they don't lose track of the people they go to elementary school and, and middle school and stuff with because they're all connected. They're on Facebook and Instagram and, you know, they just, they're, they're there forever. You can always find them. Right. It's like 10 years later. It's like, Oh yeah, I'm still friends with them on Facebook, whatever. <laughs> so you, you, you did a, a pre Facebook reconnect. Yeah. So that was, that was kind of cool. I, I, I'll, I'm going to throw that in the feel good category right off the top. <laughs> I'm not even going to argue with you on that one. That's a pretty good, feel good story. Because I want to argue with you, but I can't. Okay. On that one, I can't. <laughs> come on, come on, take me on, man. Come on, let's hear you argue. I'm not gonna. We'll argue later today. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> so we're we're missing we're missing Damon today, and he went. Did he ride his scooter to Wisconsin? I, is what I heard. I don't know how he said he was. I think he said he was spending the weekend going to Wisconsin, which leads me to believe that he probably went on a scooter. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, I've driven from Wisconsin to Toronto and, well, I did it in, I split it into two days. I camped over overnight, but I, you could, you could do it in one day, but on a scooter, I would think that would two be, days. A, that would be a two day thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised they're letting him in the country, but you know, <laughs> that's what we'll have to talk with him next week when he gets back. Yes. Yeah, so we'll get the whole Wisconsin report. Yes. Uh, um, unfortunately, we probably will. <laughs> <laughs> it, it'll be the feel good story of the week. I, let's, well, let's hope it's a good feel good story. Let's just hope it. Let's hope it is. So <laughs> that's very good because we're wishing him luck. I don't I don't wish yes. him bad luck. I wish him luck. There's there's always interesting stories when you're dealing with aging relatives. Yes, there there always is. There always yes. is. So it's been a while since we've had our podcast. So yeah, I we... actually I actually went and did some research. Oh my god! Okay, my research department helped me also. Oh, so good for I'm her. I'm going to go backward from it, but today's July 10th. Yes, it Tomorrow is. Tomorrow is 7-11 day, which means you get a free Slurpee at 7-11. Nice. I don't think and, there are any 7-Elevens in Vermont. Well, all right, that's not a feel-good story for you, but it is for everybody else. <laughs> but I guess if you have their little app, you also get a free Slurpee tomorrow. Ooh. Or no, the day after, no. the 12th. The 12th, 7-12. Right, so doesn't make I know any we're not, we're not going to get a sponsorship deal out of it, but that's, you know, well, this is for our fan. Right. You know, so, they, <laughs> so, they, so they're aware, maybe they can... You know, go get a free Slurpee and, and feel that we helped them out a little bit. Feel good story. Yeah, right. Assuming that I actually put this podcast together and get it published by the 12th, which seems really unlikely. <laughs> That's pretty unlikely. So, all right, well, 
They're going to have to wait. So it'll, it'll be an almost feel-good story. <laughs> as long as you travel back in the time and go back in the past, then it'll be a feel-good story. So, all right. So I guess I guess we're going to probably try to stick with this feel-good theme today. Sure. Okay. All right. So this is probably a feel-good story also. Okay. So this, this takes us back to 1985. Ooh. Okay. In your little time machine here, you go back to 1985, and that was the day the Coca-Cola brought back the original Coke formula after all that new Coke crap. Really? Yeah. So on this day. Today? Yeah. This day. July. Wow. They brought back. When they uh, came to their senses. Yeah. They came to their senses and realized the classic. Classic. Well, they brought it back. Now, they had both for a while. Yeah. Well, I like the fact that they. So they had both for a while. Then they phased out new Coke. And then they had. It was just called Coca-Cola Classic for a while. Then they sort of very quietly just stopped calling it classic, classic. <laughs> <laughs> and went back to just coca-cola <laughs> right so interesting little tidbit on that so but uh yeah that was i think one of the huge marketing failures which <laughs> oh, of it's course still- now pretty much gets rid of coke as a sponsor because i just called them <laughs> marketing <laughs> failures so not that we Drink were going to get coke they're a failure yeah. <laughs> that was a huge blunder <laughs> As would be advertising on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, that would be an even huger blunder. Right. So my guess is they've wised up and they will not be sponsoring our podcast. <laughs> okay. So or maybe we gonna... can get new Coke to sponsor the podcast. Yeah, that'll do it. It doesn't exist and we think we're famous. It all works. I love that idea. All right. Come up with a new logo for new Coke. Right. Well, <laughs> we should put you know our our you know, we think we're famous. And then sponsored by New Coke. I think that's the way to go. Yeah. Is that all you got? I'm researching right now. No, I got a ton of stuff, but I, I don't <laughs> want to shoot it all in the first 10 minutes. <laughs> we got to discuss some of this stuff. <laughs> we just need to spell it differently. Right. And even then, we're probably going to get sued. Right. <laughs> yeah, but being sued would be the best thing that ever happened to us. That actually is, well, yeah, that's a double-edged sword. <laughs> it would make us famous. <laughs> that, that's, yeah. Not sure I want to go that route, but, you know. We could do no? our podcast. We could do our podcast from a park bench somewhere that we're sleeping on with newspapers over us. Or 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 jail. Or jail. Yeah. I don't think they'd let us podcast from jail. Yeah. Okay. Well, then we need to cut that out. So. All right. But that was getting. That was you know. That I thought that was very interesting because I remember at the time I never really drank Coke anyways because it tasted too. It was too sweet. Too sweet. I thought. I always thought Pepsi was sweeter than Coke. Oh well, whatever. Soda. (laughs) Soda. Why are you fighting with me here? Damn it. It's my job. It's my job. It's my job. So, yeah, it was not, never a big deal for me because I never really drank Coke. And then I, yeah. the only Coke I drink is Diet Coke, and that's because it's not that sweet. Yeah. So it's, rot, it's rotting my insides, but, you know, that's a different story. I was, I, I, I was a big fan of orange soda and root beer. Yeah, I liked root beer. But oh only my, as a root so beer float. You, you know who I would love to get as a sponsor? Goose Island Beer Company. They make, hands down, the best root beer i've ever had in a bottle and you can't get it outside of the chicago area (laughs) make sure you say that a little loud say that one more time (laughs) goose island root beer it's the best it's the best and their orange cream soda is pretty damn good too 
So in case Goose Island is happening to listen to this right. or gets word was, of this. There was a time and there was this online uh, grocery company that I bought uh, a case of, of Goose Island root beer and orange soda from one time and, and uh, had it shipped to me and like three of the orange soda bottles broke in transit. So it was kind of all That's gross. But they uh, they went out of business. So I can't get oh. it anymore. Oh, probably, right. probably because they were trying to ship. Anyways. Probably because they're trying to ship glass bottles across the country. Yeah, that's marketing <laughs> genius right there. Yeah. <laughs> let's 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 ship glass bottles and rocks together. <laughs> <laughs> what a great combination! Yes, you get a free rock with every case included. <laughs> oh so, man, right. that's it. But I thought that was pretty interesting because I remember all that hubbub and yeah, they kept saying that they weren't ever going to bring back Coca Cola Classic. And then they finally said, well, we're going to bring it back, and then we're going to keep both. And then <clears> they said they slowly weaseled out of the other one. So Weaseled out. Yes. So, all right. You ready for my next piece of knowledge? Oh, yeah. Please hit me. Okay. I would love to hit you, but unfortunately, <laughs> you're in Vermont. So, all right. So, this, this, this is way back in time. So, this is 1679. 1679. Let's see. I, 16... I believe I was in kindergarten. Yeah, yeah, somewhere on there. The British, Britain, claims New Hampshire as a royal colony, which I believe is right next door to you. It is. And how did you say that state name again? New Hampshire? Yeah, you say it like a New Englander says it. Says it. Yeah. People, people from, in, from New England pronounce New Hampshire as New Hampshire. New Hampshire. New Hampshire. Yeah. 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 <laughs> They don't, they don't say New Hampshire. No, it's New Hampshire. They say, they say New Hampshire. It's just yeah. a it's N-A. There's not any W's. At New Hampshire. New Hampshire, yeah. Right. <laughs> so, I, yeah, that's how we say it. That's the only way to say it. Apparently so. New Hampshire. I guess, do we say New Mexico? No, we don't say New Mexico. We say New Mexico. Yeah. Or Nuevo Mexico. Yeah, it's like New Orleans. You don't say New Orleans. Right. Down there, it's you say N-A-W. It's N-A-W-L-I-N-S. L-I-N-S, yeah. Right. Like T-R-A-W-N-A. Yeah. Toronto. Toronto. Ontario. Toronto, Ontario. <laughs> so, but yeah, I was so, so that, I mean, it was, we were still very young at the time, but I guess Britain uh, claimed New Hampshire. I huh. have no idea who claimed Vermont. Vermont was an independent country for a while. Independent country? Yes. Until Before. it lost a war to Britain, probably, right? I don't know when it dis- I don't know if it became a part of the original 13 colonies from being an independent country or if it my Vermont history is sorely lacking. Uh, yes, I'm very disappointed. Yeah. And I, 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 I but I, I did not know they were an independent country. They were. Do you know what city was founded today in 1889? An eight a city, an entire a city, city was founded. A city was founded today in 1889. Uh, San Francisco? I don't know. Well, you're in the right part of the country. You just got to go south a little bit. Oh, uh, San Diego? A little further south. Oh, Tijuana. Yes. <laughs> oh, I've been to Tijuana. Hey, you know what else happened today in 1914? I got kicked out of Tijuana. <laughs> <laughs> Which is pretty close to true. <laughs> Babe Ruth made his Major League Baseball debut today in 1914. With the Red Sox, no less. 
I think that's yeah, that's where he started, right? Until they sold him to the Yankees. Yeah, idiots. He was a pitcher for the Red Sox. Yeah, and then they sold him for bag of beans. Ooh, you know what? What famous book was published today in 1960? Um, it was this. It was this person's only book. Oh, To Kill a Mockingbird. Exactly. Really? Good. Yeah. Look at that. You're you're batting a thousand here. That's okay. I, I am I am the king of useless trivia. <laughs> king of useless trivia, and I can't get on a game show. Ah, uh, you don't want to. Be. I can't I... remember to wear pants to work, but I can remember <laughs> trivia of all sorts of crap. I know. It's like <laughs> I don't I don't remember anything from high school, but I remember stupid little things that you shouldn't. Like, what's the point in remembering that? I don't know why I remember that. I can still I can still name. All five members of the band sticks. Why? I don't know. Do I want to know that information? No, I absolutely do not want to know that information. You need to know that information. But but I do know that information, and I can't stand the fact that I do. (laughs) That's okay. That's right. I feel feel for you. I got a lot of useless trivia. So, You know who was born today in 1274? 1274. Give me the first letter. R. His middle name is The. Oh. <laughs> the. <laughs> That's my middle name, too. Don the right. Yes. <laughs> uh, I have no idea. Robert oh. the Bruce. Robert the Bruce. Oh, my. my Scottish my, king. My research department is here. Yeah. She is was, your middle name. Is your middle yeah. name The? Yeah. No, her middle name is not The. Yeah. <laughs> Robert the Bruce. But uh, we he want, was in Braveheart. Oh, he was not that? in Braveheart. He the Braveheart. <laughs> <laughs> he was born in twelve seventy four. He was not in the Braveheart movie. <laughs> yes, he was. I've seen it like I've seen the times. movie. Yes, he was in there. Come on. He was the guy who sat there like oh, holding his head because he betrayed Mel Gibson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> I get it now. He's still holding his head. <laughs> You're holding your head now, too. I think the research department should leave. <laughs> no so, respect. The, res- the, the, the research department gets no respect. No, Not no, at you, all. You get tons of respect. Trust I'm me. watching the ESPYs. You guys should talk about the ESPYs. We should? Yeah, Zion Williamson just won is, Best is, College Athlete of the Year. Is it all about the women's national team? Not, Not yet. yet. Yeah. But apparently, it looks like they did arrive in time. So <laughs> they they looked um, they looked well lubricated at their uh, parade yes. today. I think they've been well lubricated since they hit the locker room after they won on Sunday <laughs> afternoon. I think so. And a well deserved lubrication. I was going to say, and after all that, I think it was yeah. I'm okay yeah. with it. you guys. Should talk about that. Well, wait, we've got plenty of time left. We are. It's on my list of things to talk about. Does Adam have a list? I don't know. Adam, do you have a list? I have a list in my head. Well, so you don't have a list, basically. <laughs> We've already okay. discussed this. Okay. What is up? You got with me. You guys? So, but yeah, we just we just finished talking about um, Vermont. No, no, New Hampshire being a British colony. Oh, okay. But then we found out that Vermont was an independent country. What? At one point in time, before becoming a colony. Get out of here. That's what. Get that out of here. Says. Did you find that on Wikipedia? No, it's just common knowledge in my it's head. Right there. See, right there in his well, head. Well, he lives in Vermont, so he should know these things. Yeah, but he actually doesn't know that much about Vermont outside of that. <laughs> well, because he's from Pennsylvania. I'm not from Pennsylvania. I was born I in Boston. Were... I was born, born in Boston, Missy. I just we talked about that hey, earlier too, Mister. 
That's Mr. Buster to you. Mr. Oh, wait. No, Buster. Mr. Buster. Oh, I yeah, yeah. Okay. liked Adam. Okay. He's from Boston, and he lived in Philadelphia. He's okay. All right, All right well, here not, you go. Let's not go too far here. On January 15th, 1777, representatives of the New Hampshire Grants declared the independence of Vermont. For the first six months of its existence, it was called the Republic of New Connecticut. Oh, good God. Whoa. I'm watching the ESPYs. Right, you go back and watch the ESPYs. If anything good happens, I'll let you know. Please let us know. If there's any good material. Yes. Otherwise, <laughs> the research department is signing off. All right. So the who of Vermont, who the New Hampshire what? <laughs> the New Hampshire grants, grants declared the independence of Vermont. Well, that's pretty interesting. So on July 4th, oh, then July 4th, by coincidence, they completed the drafting the Constitution of Vermont at the Windsor Tavern. Windsor is is the oldest town in Vermont. It's just it's just not too far from me. I've been there and adopted it on July 8th. There was a first written con- it was the first written constitution in North America to ban adult slavery, saying male slaves become free at the age of 21 and females at 18. Oh, but the, you know, we're okay with no adult slavery, but we're okay with children's slavery. Yeah, Vermont continued to govern itself as a sovereign entity based in the eastern town of Windsor for 14 years. The independent state of Vermont issued its own coinage from 1785 to 1788 and operated a national postal service. Wow. And then it, uh, yeah, joined, became one of the colonies. They went all in on this whole thing, didn't they? Damn straight. <laughs> when you start printing coins, you know you're big time. That's right. I don't know for sure, but I think that makes Vermont and Texas the only two states that were actually countries. Yeah, Republic of Texas. Yeah. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. More more stuff that's going to be useless in my head. <laughs> <laughs> you bring it out at a party sometime. No, no, it's no. useless at a party too. <laughs> so, all right, I do have an update on my raccoon. Uh oh. Where, where did I leave off last podcast? I think you were looking for postal rates to Alaska. Yes, I, I was. <laughs> well, so I've I have now put on a roof. Oh, a roof over the garden. Yes, did I did I mention that last time? <laughs> You're just going to cage this entire thing in so no one can it get is, in or It is now completely caged in. There is a roof. There is um, netting, or there's you know there's wire on the top, some netting on the side. It is basically the Fort Knox of gardens. <laughs> cool. So, if you, if you so have, there's gold in your garden. Yes, if you want to store some gold, it is safe. Excellent. Nothing's getting in. So. Feel free. Anybody want to send me some gold, send it to me. I got it covered. But now there's a little battle going on between me and this new raccoon. Oh, it's a new – it's not the same one? This is a new one? I, I don't know. I, I haven't really seen him. But he has now learned not to go into my little I trap, uh-huh. the, the have-a-heart trap that I have. Right. So he now reaches in and steals <laughs> the bait. Nice. So <laughs> – I have now tried to put the bait in a tin can. He reaches in and moves the tin can around <laughs> until he can get the bait. <laughs> I have staked the have-a-heart to the ground with rebar so that he can't tip that over. He continues to reach in there. So this weekend, because I don't have time in the week, I'm going to wire the tin can <laughs> to the cage 
so that he can't spin it around and get it out. <laughs> I, I think you're going to need a bigger trap. <laughs> I am not losing to a raccoon. I am this, this, this will be raccoon. on your gravestone, Don. You'll <laughs> yes. be dead. It's like, <laughs> damn raccoon. The research department finds this incredibly funny. <laughs> As the research department is also very upset that we continue to spend a high amount of our food budget on feeding this <laughs> damn raccoon, trying to catch it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that's where we are right now. I am very frustrated. Cool, you're losing. Yes, right. I am losing. Te- temporary pause here. My phone's ringing. Oh, so temporary pause. Te- temporary pause. Hang on. So a phone call is more important than this. That was my mom. Oh, that was your mom. Oh, yeah. this actually is a window for me because for years I've been trying to get your mom to adopt me. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And right now she's probably very upset with you. So I'm going to call her <laughs> and maybe she's going to swap me out for you <laughs> or swap you out for me. 570. Beep. Don't, don't give out your mom's phone number. Everyone's <laughs> going to be calling her. What, you an idiot? <laughs> I'm going to edit that out. <laughs> Okay. All right. So I'm going to call her now because I think there's a pretty good chance they're going to adopt me after your display, your your wanton display of sonhood just hanging up on her. It's terrible. I'm the worst. It was the you are the worst. <laughs> I'm the I feel okay. Here, this is none of this is going into the podcast. Here's. <laughs> <laughs> So <laughs> that's okay. Call your mom back after we're done. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Don. <laughs> For crying out loud. <laughs> so um, I looked up Adam Ford on Wikipedia. Yes. Me. There's only one entry. Adam Ford is a British-born archaeologist who has worked in the United Kingdom, the Caribbean, the Middle East, and Australia. He was the host of the ABC television documentary, Who's been sleeping in my house? Oh, okay. That's it. Then it says in the bottom, this article about an Australian scientist is a stub. You can help Wikipedia by expanding it. And then right below that, it says, this biographical article article about a British archaeologist is a stub. You can help Wikipedia by expanding it. So I'm not sure if he's an Australian scientist or a British archaeologist. <laughs> <laughs> he seems to be both. He seems to be both. But I'm surprised because there's I know there's lots of other Adam Fords out there. And that's pretty have, that's pretty slim pickings. Yeah. Now, now I'm a I am. There's a political cartoonist, Don Wright. Donald Wright. Donald Wright. 1907 to 1985 was chief justice of the Supreme Court of California. Yes, I know that. Don Wright, athlete born 1959, was an Australian Olympic high hurdler. Oh, I've never seen that one. Don Wright, cartoonist, born 1934, American editorial cartoonist. Yes. Don Wright, composer, 1908 to 2006, Canadian composer and musician. Whoa. I have to ask our Canadian correspondent about that. Yes, we will. Don Wright, politician, 1929 to 2014, American politician and perennial candidate. (laughs) That means I never won. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. That's that's a nice way of saying I'm a loser. (laughs) Don J. Wright, American politician, the acting secretary of health and human services in 2017. I think I heard about him. Yes. Donald actually, O. Wright. 
Donald O. Wright, 1882 or 1892 to 1985, Minnesota Lieutenant Governor. Go back to the one that was the interim guy. He was the acting. Donald J. Wright, American yeah. politician, acting secretary of health and human services. Yeah, that was all over the news for a while. And I was yeah. quite happy with that. And the politician, David, or I mean, Donald Rose Wright, former president of the Alaska Federation of Natives, perennial candidate for statewide office in Alaska <laughs> over <Perennial>. several decades. <laughs> that means I lost every Wright, Wright has run time. for statewide office in Alaska 15 times. And I lost every time. <laughs> perennial. <laughs> perennial. That is the worst slight you can hear a perennial candidate. <laughs> that is the nicest way to say you lost every single race you ever entered. <laughs> and his younger brother, Jules, actually served a term in the Alaska House of Representatives. Oh, that's got to hurt. <laughs> that's got to hurt when you're younger. You were a perennial candidate and your younger brother gets in ahead of you. <laughs> oh, that's just... <laughs> Poor guy. Oh, that is horrible. <laughs> oh, I don't know if I want to be a perennial anything. Perennial podcaster, maybe I'll, we'll go with that. Sure. <laughs> perennial. <laughs> Stop cracking me up. <laughs> he's a noted, a noted candidate. Yeah, a noted candidate. No, he's noted so, for the fact that he's a perennial loser is what he is. Right. <clears throat> now... Here's a, here's a good one. I'm now searching Wikipedia for Damon Schreiber. No page for Damon Schreiber exists. You may create the page Damon Schreiber, but consider checking the search results below to see whether the topic is already covered. <laughs> At least he doesn't have the shame of being a perennial candidate <laughs> over his head. I'll never live that down. I, I, maybe I need to put my own Wikipedia page in there. Yeah, it, you can try. It'll be deleted. <laughs> Because you're not notable. Are you notable? Are you a person of note? Well, I'm. I think I am. Do you have a historical significance? I, I, I. Well, according to this podcast, I think I, I think I am. <laughs> I got two other things I wanted to mention. July seventh. Yep. Was World Chocolate Day. <gasps> oh, and I missed it. So you didn't celebrate. Well, I have chocolate pretty much every day, so. <laughs> okay, so it's, you've extended it. <laughs> All right, so yeah, I I, I, I celebrated with uh, chocolate. Yeah, that's good. Good way to celebrate Chocolate Day. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I uh, I was just psyched that I had about half a quart of uh, chocolate milk left when I came home today because that's the best thing when I come home after a freaking hot day. Chocolate milk. Mm-hmm. It doesn't doesn't sound very refreshing to me. Mm. It's been scientifically proven to be one of the best things to drink after hot, sweaty exercise. Really? Yeah. So try some post sex. Was this was this <laughs> was this funded by the Chocolate Milk Association? I don't know. Yeah, you you've fallen for <laughs> marketing. You've watched no. one too many chocolate milk commercials. No. Scientific study. <laughs> Find it. it Scientific studies and research. Some nutritionists have criticized chocolate milk for its high sugar content as a relationship to childhood obesity. Well, there you go. <laughs> there. <laughs> yeah, you keep searching, buddy. <laughs> Nutritional studies. <laughs> you keep searching. <laughs> a study published in 2009 compared chocolate milk to a commercially... Re 
to a commercial recovery beverage administered to cyclists after intense workouts. The researchers found no difference in post-workout plasma creatine kinase levels and muscle soreness, nor in cycling time to exhaustion. However, being that chocolate milk is usually less expensive than commercial recovery beverages, the researchers concluded that chocolate milk, quote, serves as a more convenient, cheaper recovery beverage option for many athletes. Ha! <laughs> you might want to read that again because that doesn't help you at all. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? It says it has no effect. It's just no, the same. It says it had equal effect to, to the, the whatever those are called. <laughs> Sports recovery drinks. It found no difference in post-workout plasma creatine, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, but it doesn't levels. mean it was beneficial. It just says it had the same effect. It could have been as, no recover- as, as sports recovery drinks. So it's the same, and it tastes better. But you got to read the study because it says I don't have to doesn't... read the study. Don't make me read. <laughs> <laughs> You're grasping at straws here. <laughs> I don't use straws anymore. I just admit, just admit <laughs> that you like chocolate milk, and that's why you drink it. I will drink chocolate milk to the day I die. It is the best beverage ever. Best beverage ever. We need to be sponsored by chocolate milk. Okay, well, hey, and we I, could be sponsored by chocolate milk because there's no that, that's not a trade. You, that's not a trademark. You can. We think we're famous. Sponsored by chocolate milk. I like that. All right, done. Here we go. Done. Got our first sponsor. <laughs> it's a lucrative one, I can tell. <laughs> a liquidive one? Uh, yeah, a liquidive one. <laughs> so, all right. So then I saw, I got one more thing here for you. All right. So at one point in time, you lived in New Mexico, correct? I did indeed. Yes, you did. In, well, at, two, at two points in time, actually. But... At two points in time, okay. So July 2nd was UFO Day. Is that the Roswell incident? No, it's a Sapporo saucer. No, it's just it was UFO Day, but it's a tie-in to you living in New Mexico. And now, did you ever go to Roswell while you were there? Uh, I believe I have driven through Roswell. I I can't remember. It was Roswell's kind of way off in the corner of the state, and I may not have gotten there. Well, that's why the aliens landed there. It was out of the way. The uh, yeah, the the Sapporo saucer, one of the most credible. UFO close encounter sightings in the world and just outside the town that I lived. Oh, so why why was it the most credible? I don't know because there apparently was was evidence on the ground of something having landed. Oh, but you know a credible UFO appearance is pretty much you know <laughs> tiny 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 bit above a non credible <laughs> UFO. <laughs> yeah, there's not really a whole lot of difference. <laughs> Yeah, from more than a foot away, you can't really tell the difference between credible and very credible when it comes well, to UFOs. Some, some, some comic, some, I think it was some online comic that wrote something about how with the prevalence of the fact that everybody in the world now has a portable video recorder in their pocket and we have had no UFO sightings in that, in that span of time since these have been invented, it kind of proves that they don't exist. <laughs> well, I don't know if it's no, no, I mean, I've seen, I've seen recent, UFO photos and 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 oh, there videos. wasn't there one, wasn't there one recently about uh, some some uh, Navy pilots or something? Yeah, well, no, they were they were recounting the ones in the past. Yeah, I think so. But I, I've seen them. I've tr- I I look for them. 
I, I'm, I'm rooting for UFOs. Trust yeah. me. Yeah, just spending your time looking for USO, UFOs. No, I'm rooting for them. I'm not <laughs> looking for them. Well, these are all feel-good stories. I think this is the feel-good episode. Because wouldn't you feel good if we found UFOs real? That would be pretty cool. Yeah, that would be a feel-good story, unless, of course, they came to blow us up. Right. Barney and Betty Hill. Oh, yeah, that's, a, that's credibility right there. <laughs> we're an American couple. <laughs> they were an American couple who claimed they were abducted by extraterrestrials in a rural po- portion of the state of New Hampshire in, on September, from September 19th to September 20th, 1961. Wait a minute, is this first... wait, Barney and Betty, is the last name Rubble? <laughs> Hill. Oh, Barney Hill. and Betty Hill. Okay. Like Benny Hill, but Betty Hill. Gotcha. I just want to make sure it wasn't the rubbles. The incident came to be called the Hill Abduction. By any chance, were they distilling moonshine at the time? <laughs> <laughs> Most of Betty Hill's notes, tapes, and other items have been placed in the permanent collection of the University of New Hampshire. <laughs> notes and tapes. Uh-huh. She has video of this? Ah, uh-huh. 1961. I don't know. Well, it would be film, and it would be video. Would you like to hear the the whole brutal de- description of what happened? Not really. Okay. Because <laughs> I, 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 I don't know if, if Barney and Betty just reeks <laughs> of, of credibility. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done with UFOs. Okay. Well, I just, you know, I brought it up because, you know, I know you lived in New Mexico. Oh, yeah. So any more feel-good stories from your end? You got anything more on your list? Well, I got a lot on my list, but I, I want, you know, nothing that's nothing that's a feel-good story. Yeah. I'll keep updating everybody on the raccoon. I'm going to win this this battle. I will. <laughs> <clears throat> just just the, I, I basically live in suburbia. Now, I'm pretty close to some woods, but I live in suburbia. So the fact that I have deer in my front lawn, raccoons eating the garden... I, I, I am in suburbia. I should not have to build a Fort Knox of gardens to be able to actually have some of my own vegetables. It's a sad, sad story. Sad. It's feel good now because I've built this impenetrable garden <laughs> fortress just so I can have some tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> I actually picked a tomato this morning from my garden. Cherry tomato came right. First one. You got, you got any tomatoes yet? We've gotten cherry. Well, that's part of how I knew I had my raccoon back is my Roma tomatoes got eaten. <laughs> ah. So, but we have uh, two cherry tomato plants that are about ready to give us umpteen cherry tomatoes. Uh-huh. Probably, more, probably more than we're going to be able to eat. Would you like some? Send you some? No, it's okay. I got a farm right up the road. They got bazillions of tomatoes. Yeah, but th- this is this is from the right farm in Virginia. The right knock Fort Knox farm. Right. <laughs> the tiny little how many how many acres is your farm? <laughs> it's it's point it's point oh oh one. I, I, it's not the size of the garden. <laughs> um well yeah, I can certainly I can It's not I the can, size of the garden, it's the, the size of the eggplants. Yeah. Come out of it. That. Let's let's go with that. So, uh, would you like to know some some more interesting information about Jack Boyle? Uh, well, yes, we have to, we have to keep Jack Boyle mentioned in at least every podcast. <laughs> at least, at least. So, so go ahead. 
So he played in 15 games. He played... <clears throat> where is this? Now, there seems to be some confusion about which Jack Boyle we're talking this about. Is the, this, is the thir- this is the lesser of the two Jack Boyles. <laughs> okay, alright. This is the one that I originally researched. But go ahead, yes. 15 games. 15 games. He played third base six times. He played <laughs> shortstop twice. So that's eight games. And the other seven games... He uh, was a pinch hitter in five games and a pinch runner in two games. Wow. <laughs> That's his baseball career. But I wonder what he did to supplement his illustrious <laughs> baseball career. <laughs> I have no idea. Because they were making big bucks back then. <laughs> his debut was... Uh, <laughs> this is it. So his debut is June 26, 1912. Age 22... And 355 days, which means it was right before his 23rd birthday. And the, it, it lists him on the site as the 3,713th in Major League Baseball history. Wow. That's not bad. But the interesting thing is, so if you go down, fielding stats are a combination of official records and retro street records. Both are likely to have substantial errors and will not match perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, take it with a grain of salt. Okay. So, but we're going to keep mentioning him. Oh, yeah. He's our, he's our mascot. He, he is. He, he's, our, he's our official dead mascot. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, he, I probably, he probably drank chocolate milk. I don't think so. <laughs> but you don't know so. He could have. Well, he would have had a longer career, according to you, if he had yeah. chocolate milk. That's right. So, therefore, he did drink chocolate milk because his career was... <laughs> it's better than yours. Wait a minute. Well, he made Wikipedia, right? I think every baseball player makes Wikipedia. Well, that's not notable. That's not famous. He's more famous than you. No, he's not. <laughs> You've never played Major nobody League Baseball. Would know, nobody would know about him if he was not in Wikipedia. Nobody would know. We wouldn't know about him if he just hadn't come up in a random click. <laughs> <laughs> See? So he's not famous. Fine. Be that I'm way. I'm making a Wikipedia page for myself. This isn't this is becoming a feel bad story. No, it's not. <laughs> I'm gonna end the day on a positive note. Okay. Let's close this show off with with circling all the way back to the beginning. Okay. This lady Lauren that you bumped into that you went to school with. Yes. Did you guys trade information? Or no, and we didn't, and it just was one of those things where she was with her family, and I was, you know, at my job, and it didn't, we didn't click. So that's why I kind of want to dig through my records and see if I can figure out who she was, see if I can find her, and then, you know, because I'm friends with like Wendy and Sonia, who she knew back in the day, and it right. would be cool to sort of, I've been thinking of just, messaging what? Wendy and say, do you remember Lauren? I, and see that she, would be their best research department move right there. Yeah, why don't you put your research department on it? Because I don't want to do it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> she can, Wendy's going to get a, a email from, who is this person and why is she asking me this? <laughs> why is she calling herself the research department? <laughs> That's a very strange name. Excuse me, I have official inquiry from the research department? <laughs> Yeah, this is Don Wright's research department. We have we have a, a 
official records request for me. Ah. <laughs> uh. Well, this was uh, this was feel good. I feel better yeah. after this podcast. Good. Make people happy. One listener. I hope our one listener feels good too. <laughs> <laughs> you better, damn it! You better feel good. We're working hard for you. Well, no, we're not really. <laughs> yeah, well, no, we're not. All right. Ultimately, I think there's going to be a finite amount of podcasts. Yeah, we're and just. At some point in time, I'm going to run out of information in my head. <laughs> we're just going to run out. It's like, huh? see what we need. We need people to write letters. We need people to 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 give us bad comments that we can reply to or write us letters and ask us questions so yes maybe we should get on we should get on 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 the internets and and ask people to send us questions that we can answer on our podcast you want or should we do like a website a facebook page i think just uh, yeah facebook instagram twitter you know joe bob's uh social media site yeah I'm, i'm all for that all right we need help. Yeah, oh, we've needed help since the beginning. <laughs> That's the theme of this podcast. <laughs> it's, been a while. it's been a number of years. <laughs> we think we're famous. We're awful. We need help. That's the tagline. <laughs> no, we can't use that. We'll make it on the t-shirts. We'll put the logo. It's just like, we're awful. We need help. <laughs> Please help us. Oh, God. Well, until next time, folks. Until next time. Thank you very much. And and may your day have a feel-good story. Yes. And tell tell your research department that she has to let you go out and see Avengers Endgame. Yes. All right. I'm just going to end up getting it on Redbox. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right, sir. Toodaloo. Toodaloo. That was We Think We're Famous, Episode 4. And it was horrible, just wretched. 